everyone and welcome to a new episode of Women Up Podcast Show. I have something really great and special educative prepared for you today with my guest, with my very special guest. So in today's episode, we will focus on clarity, on fulfillment, happiness, what does it mean, how to, how to gain clarity and uh, how positive psychology is defining these terms and much more. So why do we even need to speak about clarity? What do you think? Did you find yourself maybe committing to a goal but not following all the way through? Or you feel that you really want to make a change to your life but you don't really know what would make you happy and where to start? So those are just a few questions we are covering in today's episode. And most of all in today's episode, uh, I will bring you some inspiration from a very young, curious woman, fulfillment seeker, Lucy Abigail, my today's guest. So growing up, Lucy struggled to know what she should do to live a fulfilled life and life of happiness. And when no one around her could give her satisfying answers, she turned her attention to um, positive psychology, the science behind all the self-help books. So in this upcoming episode and conversation, we will capture Lucy's story as she at a very young age questioned the options that were given to her and the answers that were given to her. And we will also discuss the difference between excellence and perfection and happiness and fulfillment and what is decision fatigue and how setting your goals can actually act as an anxiety relief. So your dose of inspiration is ready. So now relax and enjoy the ride. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Women A Podcast Show. Today, I'm here with a beautiful young woman, businesswoman, Lucy Abigail. As I said, she's a young businesswoman and fulfillment seeker. And she came here on this podcast, on this episode, to share her science-backed tips that helped her to live a more fulfilling life. So growing up, Lucy struggled to know what she should do to live a life of ultimate happiness and to pass with no regrets. No one around her could give her some satisfying answers. So she, aged 14, turned to the world of positive psychology and to the science behind all of the self-help books. These psychologists became her teachers and with them, she found answers to some of the her life's most challenging questions. So today she hopes to share some of that with us. So I'm very, very grateful for you, Lucy, to be here today. Thank you for, for being here. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Thank you for having me. <laughs> okay, so Lucy, as I said, you are a young, successful businesswoman. Currently you are age, if you don't mind asking, you are 20? Yes. Yes, yes right. I am. 20. Great. And you've created already a company called Keys to Clarity. Keys to Clarity, according to which the clarity is really important for us to find in our lives. And I want you to explain to us what clarity means to you firstly, and why we should even talk about it in the first place, and maybe to explain what your company is trying to do. Okay, so there's a couple of things in there. Firstly, clarity for me is having a crystal clear vision of where you want to go. The reason why it's so important is because according to teleology, which is basically a philosophy that stems all the way from the ancient Greeks, so the likes of Aristotle and Plato, teleology says that all behaviour is outcome driven. So, for example, if we're hungry, we go and eat something. The behaviour is we eat something. The outcome is we then no longer feel hungry, mm-hmm. you know. But if all behaviour is like that and assuming that you continue the same behaviour your entire life, 
that means you're going to always be working towards the same outcome the whole while. Your uh, trend through your life is going to be exponential. The question then becomes, well, where is it exponential to? And is it exponentially positive or is it exponentially negative? If you don't have a clear vision of your future, you are going to be all about this present moment and how you're going to feel good right now. So you're going to buy that takeout or you're going to not go to the gym. The issue with that is that, as we now know with science and with everything that's coming out, those are behaviors which aren't going to give you the greatest satisfaction throughout your life because you're gonna struggle with health problems when you're older. If you have a vision and you say, this is what I'm gonna be doing in 30, 40, 50 years time, or maybe even just the next year, next five years, you'll say, well, I wanna be there and I wanna be able to do that. So right now I'm actually going to cook that stir fry instead of get that takeout. I am gonna to go to that gym and do that gym session, you know? And it makes the present more meaningful, having a clear vision for your future. Mm-hmm. And what Keys to Clarity is all about is we believe that mental clarity leads to a life of fulfillment and satisfaction. So I'm all about helping people really gain a crystal clear picture of their future so that they can make their present matter right now. So what, according to you, are those keys? Hmm. So there are different ways of approaching this. And I always preface what I'm about to say with that, because your life is your own. You can walk your unique path. And if you have a way that's working for you, that's great. There is there is no right way about it. This is just how I go about it. And I found it's helped other people. So that's why I'm promoting it. That's why I'm uh, out here today. Mm-hmm. The way I see it is first and foremost, you need to have a purpose. And what a purpose is, is it's it's not permanent. It's not one of these kind of destiny things, a calling. It's not like that at all. A, pur- a purpose, sorry, is provisional. And it's just for right now. And it's the theming your work towards something that is greater than yourself. And through that purpose, you will help other people. You will impact the world in a positive way. And that will bring your life meaning. Because if you think about it, no one individual can be taken out of their environment and out of the people around them and make sense. Hmm. You know, we are a uh, mixture of our genetics and our environment. We're nature and nurture combined. Yeah. And if you really want to live a meaningful life, it's not just a case of making you feel good. It's about helping other people around you. Yeah. And to take myself as an example, my purpose is right now is to help people live more fulfilling lives. My work is my passion is business. And I've applied those two together and say, why well, now I'm going to create a business which helps other people live a fulfilling life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, it all ties in. The second part you really want to have clear is your motivations. These are your reasons why. Why do you want to commit to that purpose? Because as with any journey, you're going to come across obstacles. I prefer to call them opportunities, opportunities to learn, opportunities to grow, but they will get in the way and stop you from progressing and you will start to question, why am I doing this? Is it worth doing? Is this really making me happy? All of those doubts and question marks, as well as all of that, there are probably people who are going to be looking at you saying, well, why are you doing that? 
come and do this it's easier you know mm-hmm. and added to which also if there's a path to a lesser goal which doesn't take as much sacrifice which doesn't take as much effort or time you'll you will be tempted to walk that way yeah so keeping yourself committed to whatever it is you've chosen to do it is important and you need those motivations to do that because those are the reasons why those are what's going to inspire you and re-inspire you and going to give you the confidence to double down you know because if you can't remember why you started the chances of you actually finishing are so so little so having those really clear is really important how can people find that clear they're asking the right questions then yeah I often say your brain is a processing unit. It won't give you the right answers unless you ask it the right questions. Mm -hmm. And that's why I, one of the things that I'm currently doing is setting the Finding Direction Journal. And this has a whole load of prompts, which have been backed by psychology and my own personal experience to ask the right questions so that you can get the right answers and you can clarify your purpose, your motivation. And then it moves on to what I call the roadmap. Mm -hmm. And this is, basically saying this is the purpose or the dream that I'm chasing for right now that's what I'm going to be chasing in five years and that's what I'm chasing in 10 years etc down the road the reason why it's so important to see life as a progression and not just kind of a general state is because it's anxiety relieving explain that I think yeah yeah absolutely there many people have more than one dream You know, they want to maybe become a doctor, but they also want to write a book, you know, as an example. Mm-hmm. Well, if you spend the first, your 20s and your 30s, really kind of solidifying yourself as a doctor, you're always going to be thinking, well, when am I going to around to write that book? When am I going to get around to writing that book? And you might get anxious and you might say, well, I'm never going to get around to it. And it's just a pipe dream and all the rest of it. If you say in your head, right, in my 50s, I'm going to put pen to paper and I'm going to write my book then, you can... You don't have to be distracted in your 20s and 30s when you're trying when you're trained to become a doctor because you know that you've set that goal for your 50s, mm-hmm. you know? And it just gives that relief and just that, it just stops that distraction and it gives you a confidence as well, you know? And equally, as I've been saying, you've got that clear vision for your 50s now. So you can say, I'm going to look after myself now so I can get to my 50s, I can write that book. Mm-hmm. and it just gives you a little bit more motivation to keep going yeah and how it comes together with like when I hear that I hear like okay I will achieve this at this time then I will progress to something else and then there is this goal mm-hmm. the life is not straight the closer you get to it the further it goes away because the more you're learning and the more you're growing the more you're changing mm-hmm. the more your vision grows the more your vision changes so don't think that just because you've written something out now that it's going to be the same even tomorrow you know it's always going to be adding and taking away and changing and you've got to set your priorities and always be clear on what you want to do most first mm-hmm. and uh, do that and follow that path and then and, and just flow with it you know it's not a rigid thing mm-hmm. so why it's why is, is it then important to set uh, goals too far future Or it's not really? Uh, there's a difference between a vision and a goal. Mm-hmm. And a vision is a nice idea. And, you know, it's 
for some people it's sitting on a beach in a hot country with a nice drink and it's it's an image of vision a goal is more of a target in that it's been measurable you know you've put a number to it or you've put a date to it so absolutely have visions for your future where the goals comes in is on what you're working on right now mm-hmm. if that makes sense yes yeah okay. yeah so that's the roadmap and then there is the fourth one or those are the goals after right yeah so once you've set the roadmap then mm-hmm. uh, absolutely the journal moves into the goals for the next five three and one year's time and it sets 10 goals written in the present tense and the reason why you, I feel you should write your goals in the present tense is it's almost like you're imagining the job done and that's so much more powerful there's something called mental rehearsal is a really fascinating and basically someone who is learning to play piano or learning to throw a dart if they can go to sleep at night or they can sit in a quiet room in the dark and they can imagine doing the skill as it should be done over and over and over again without actually doing the task in real life they'll improve yeah I heard that and that's yeah it's (laughs) power of the brain (laughs) I know it's incredible because it's all about using the neural pathways Mm -hmm. now you it's not exactly the same when it comes to lifestyle design because it's not a motor skill, if that makes sense. Yeah. But you can kind of feel as though your goals are achieved and they'll be mo- more motivating if you think that. Because if you always think, it, oh, it's, it's so far away, I'll never get to it, I'll never get to it. It's, it there's a gap there, mm-hmm. you know. But if you eliminate that gap and, set, and kind of live in it for a moment, it feels closer. It feels more achievable that way. There was one famous speaker that said something in these terms that you firstly need to believe it and then you're going to see it. Like so you put yourself. Napoleon Hill had a quote, which was um, anything the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. Yeah. That might be what you're thinking of. This was Wayne Dyer. This was Wayne Dyer. Okay. I'll have to look but that it's up. Similar. It's similar. So yeah, I've, I mean, our mind and our brain is so powerful. If, if we think about like the success and what we want to achieve, tell me your story, please. Tell me how did you come to seeking those answers to your questions at age of 14? So I've always been a very curious person. I'm always kind of asking why in school it was, I kind of got on some of my teacher's nerves, just constantly kind of <laughs> outside of the curriculum. I can imagine. And around about the age of, yeah. around about the age of 14, um, that's when you're starting to ask the GCSE questions, which subjects are you going to take? Which A-levels are you going to take? Which career and degree won't you take? Well, I mean, this just tells you how ready I was for those questions. I was basing my ambitions on my favourite TV show at the time. I wanted to be a lawyer because I loved the TV show Suits. I don't know if you've ever seen it. I did. <laughs> I watched yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to be my own version of Harvey Specter, basically. <laughs> oh my that's goodness. Not, that's not something to base... GCSE options on at all (laughs) so I uh, really didn't know what I wanted to do and that just gets when you're really starting to think about well what do I want you know you start thinking well what's going to make me happy and those are really difficult questions when the only option you're being promoted towards is that of academia you know and I was like well I'm not too sure that's right I don't know and I questioned it and so I 
because I couldn't find any answers at school and for my teachers I went and started doing my own research really and just kind of thought well if it's because uh, I think one of the biggest motivations for me was seeing that some of the most successful people that are out there in the world they either dropped out of school or they never finished their qualifications or so there were so many contradictions to what I was being told and what I was seeing in the real world that I wanted to make sense of it and that's where the curiosity came in I was like well how can these two live in the same world and that's what I was researching it's well how did these people become successful how did these people get what they have how are these people happy you know why are there people who really don't have degrees and successful careers but are really happy people what what's happening there mm-hmm. um, and I was just answering those questions and don't get me wrong it took me years and years and years you know it was um, still when I was 18, I knew I wanted to go into business, but I had no idea which business idea I wanted to do. You know, it was once I figured out, hang on a second, business is about solving people's problems. I've solved my own problem. There are many other people who suffer with this problem. I can help people. It all kind of just fell into place. Ooh, light bulb. Yeah. Yeah. But even though it, it kind of was a light bulb moment, I still say to people, don't expect it to be a light bulb moment because there was literally years of thinking and asking the right questions and research and all that that went into that light bulb moment. Mm -hmm. So you've got to be able to put, you've got to be willing to put in the effort to ask the right questions at the right times in the right places for things to then suddenly become clearer. And it's one of those things, it's like an exponential curve, you know, in the beginning it's really hard and you don't see any uh, clear results very quickly but then you'll hit this one point and it will suddenly turn and you're getting more results for the effort that you put in. And it just all kind of falls into place from that point on, but it takes a long time to get to that point. So don't expect immediate results, which I think is a something that's common given, Ex- as, given as advice. Yeah. yeah, quick fixes, but they don't really work, right? Mm. Yeah, I want to go back to what you said that th- at that point that you started to be really curious about the what what is really world about and what you would like to do is that you you said the first question you asked like okay but I don't want this I want to do something else that what is common thing for me to do but many people not asking are not asking the question what I really want which is right question but they they ask what I should want it makes sense so so this this brings me down to the environment you have been in maybe your parents or I don't know what was there that made you being so focused on yourself or like open to ask yourself this Mm. question what I want have you been led to that or honestly because I've always been quite opinionated and I've always kind of taken things kind of with a bit of pinch of salt and be like well are you really right though you know (laughs) I kind of Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It meant that whilst a lot of people were kind of doing what they were told, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, mm, I'm going to need a bit more convincing. You need to tell me why. Why do I need to do it this way? And that's, <laughs> that was that was the main question that wasn't getting answered. It's well, absolutely. I'll do GCSEs and I'll do A levels, but why do I need to do them? You know, because it's compulsory under British law. It is compulsory. But why is it compulsory? You know, and. I would walk down that road of saying, well, why this and why that and why this and why that to a point that it would annoy the people around me. 
<laughs> I would never get the answer that I wanted. And I think in a way it's because they didn't have the answer, you know, especially when the majority of their other students weren't asking that question at all. Yeah. You know, so I just kind of put my head down. I did my GCSEs, I did my A-levels, but I didn't really <laughs> put my full self into them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it was only once A-levels were finished. It's like, right, well, what now? I was like, I don't know, but I'm going to do this. And that that is what people need to be doing. What do you mean? Really from a really from a young age, it's a case of I don't know what I want to do, but I'm gonna try something and see what happens. Okay. Because that's there's this idea of passion passion develops over time, passion develops through practice. And you start with an interest, you're like, maybe there's something here. And I say it's like dating your date your interests, you know, <laughs> go on a date with them, spend an hour with it do you like it do you not like it if you don't like it fine you don't have to go out with it again you know and then well if you do like it you go on a second date and a third date and then you kind of commit in the short term say right I'm going to do maybe five hours this week just kind of practicing kind of getting through kind of the initial challenges because I think that's something new there's always those initial challenges but then once you can do the basics in a state of flow where you don't have to consciously think about what you're doing, that's when it becomes enjoyable. And then you can enjoy this new skill and you can enjoy it. And slowly then you, it starts to become a passion of yours. Mm-hmm. But if you're not trying things in the first place, you're never going to get to that passionate point. And I think a lot of people, they say, well, I don't have passions. I was like, yeah, but you're not exploring interests. So you're never going to find them okay yeah so first yeah. think about your interest try that out and see what works what yeah absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely yeah do you experience the state of flow right now about when you're doing what you're doing yeah absolutely I think well at the moment my main practice is business because it's just in my everyday life and you know it's a little bit difficult because I would say it's not a motor skill but when you're kind of and it business kind of is built up of a lot of different lot of different other skills you know things like copywriting things like having these conversations you know podcasting is relatively new to me I'm getting better but I'm still not there completely which is why even though right now I'm kind of on the cusp of flow it's still quite hard for me to do so because that's when you're learning you're in either one of two states you're either in this deliberate practice it's hard you have to put conscious effort into it or you're in the state of flow where you can enjoy it that again comes through practice so mm-hmm. I'm kind of on that cusp between deliberate practice and, and flow you know because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's that's the other thing which I've noticed I was listening to a few other podcast episodes I've done over the weekend and I'm always saying and you know or but and I'm trying to be conscious of it today because I've got a couple of recordings today but it's like <laughs> you just get in yeah. your head and you just keep talking and talking and talking and so you keep saying and 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 I'm trying trying to do better that's okay that's okay you know learning by practice and we grow mm. as you said so exactly yeah but well done to you for for yeah. always aiming to the top that's good just on that point aiming to the top I think a lot of people aim for perfection yeah and I always say aim for excellence because excellence is imperfect because so it's just it that one step yeah yeah excellence is imperfect it's just that one step down but it's still 
really high quality it's still you know different words different meanings is what I say excellent is it's very 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 good but there's still always room to learn perfection there is there is absolutely nowhere else to go because you've reached the um, epitome of whatever it is you're doing but the thing is is perfection doesn't exist that's the thing like my next question like what what is perfection like does it exist is it real Mm. no absolutely not that's why you need to aim for excellence which is that you're really really good at what you do but you are aware that there is always room for improvement Mm. Mm. okay good what did you learn so far in terms of the business or about yourself maybe for the last couple of years did you discover something about yourself that you haven't been aware of before that's every day when you're when you are living a fulfilling life just Mm -hmm. to use the words which kind of fit you are always learning you are always growing you're always changing because you're always a little bit out of your comfort zone chasing a goal you know if your goals aren't challenging you then they're not a fulfilling goal they need to be challenging by nature to be able to push you and for you to grow and for them to fulfill you so if you're living a fulfilling life you're going to be out of your comfort zone because you're pushing towards a goal which is in itself pushing you outside of who you are right now you need to grow to achieve it otherwise you would have achieved the goal already you know Mm -hmm. so I'm always changing on a daily basis it's like just yesterday I learned about audiograms and how to do them because I've never really done anything to do with podcasting before and then obviously captions all the rest of it and that's yes it's more of using technology to help promote your business but it's little things like that so if you're being more innovative you're thinking with a different hat on you're saying right how can I be different how can I change how can I do better when you've got that hat on you're always going to be adding new ideas and so this that's where this audiogram comes in it's like well I've got these podcasts how can I market them well I can always kind of put quotes up like I have been doing or but actually it's the very first visual audio piece of content I've been doing so it wouldn't make sense to just do all of the promotion the same way so then I have to grow and say like well how can I be different how can I what can I learn to make my marketing better and well audiograms is that feature you know so how can I make high quality audiograms which is something I've never done before to promote this new visual this new audio content sorry and that's what I mean by you've got a new goal you're trying something new you're always finding new ways and pushing forward in different ways you know these audiograms might not work they might completely fail they might be really low on engagement but at least I tried it and I learned how to do them and I also learned which is a positive that this didn't work you Mm -hmm. know at least for me in this context so always be learning always be growing little different things every single day absolutely yeah. what are your current struggles do you struggle with anything on your well, path this is the thing I see struggle as a positive thing okay so it's not like I'm struggling with anything it's that I'm just continuing to work towards a goal yeah you know because there's going to be struggle in that you know you're going to come across obstacles you're going to be trying to solve problems you know absolutely I'm trying to sell a journal you know so i there's always going to be an element of well how can I sell more And so 
you're always going to be brainstorming new ideas, seeing how that works, testing it, reviewing it, optimizing it, maybe even scrapping it, bringing something else in. There's always going to be that sort of a struggle. And that's always going to be uncomfortable because you're trying something new so frequently. But that to me is a positive thing. It's not like, it's not a struggle. It's just a part of a fulfilling life for me. It's a positive thing. It's something that I'm grateful for, you know? So Does how, that make sense? Yeah. What would you say to people who are seeing struggle as struggle? Stop <laughs> seeing struggle as struggle. <laughs> Stop so seeing see struggle as... As a... Stop seeing struggle as something mm-hmm. that's negative. See it as something that is positive, that is helping you towards your goals, helping you towards the person that you want to become and what you want to achieve and the things you want to have. Making sure, though, that the things you want to have aren't tangible in that they're wealth-related or social-related. They're more internal about the person you want to become. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. brilliant. So I'm sure you read plenty of books about positive psychology. <laughs> I've honestly lost count to a point I went back through my Kindle library the other day and I was like, I read that book? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, positive psychology is all about our well-being, happiness, fulfilling, yeah. right? So how would you define, is there a difference between happiness and fulfillment? Yes. So fulfillment to me, if I were to define it in one word, in one sentence, sorry, Mm -hmm. is to tenaciously be working towards a meaningful goal. So a goal in that it's measurable, it's challenging, it pushes you out of your comfort zone, but it's not so complex that it's overwhelming and it's going to take you two decades to achieve. You know, it's something that you can action in the next few months that, as I say, pushes you outside of your comfort zone and is measurable as in it's a number or it's a date meaningful in that it impacts somebody else and what I mean by impact positively it's you are in some way of service to somebody so my goal at the moment through my company is to help other people live more fulfilling lives you know that's all about everyone else that's all about somebody else than me the working towards well that's every single day how are you doing it for me I do it through my passion which is business I've set up a business to help people live a more fulfilling life but if you want to entertain someone and you're an actress or an actor well then I I fulfill my goal of entertaining people say I want to how do I phrase this see this is why I'm not an actor because it's I can't find a goal for it in my head now yeah say you're a theatre actor and say I want to entertain 100 people in one night well then that's the goal you're working towards of being a part of a company which has on one night a theatre which has 100 tickets sold if that makes sense and you're fulfilling your purpose of entertaining people by being a part of this company who allows you to act and fulfill your passion that way the tenacious part is about perseverance you know And it goes back to what we were saying. There are always going to be struggles and obstacles in your way. If you are not tenacious about chasing what you want and chasing your goals, you're going to quit. Because either there will be a path to a lesser goal, which is easier and less time consuming uh, to do. Someone will basically push you off your path and say, you shouldn't be doing that. Why are you doing that? There's something better that you could be doing all the rest of it so you've got to be really tenacious say no this is what I want and I'm going to do it and I'm going to keep going I'm going to commit keep recommitting as many times as I need to to get there you know and it 
it's not necessarily that you've all of a sudden got hardened skin and it's more just your strong spine. You know, you're always trying to find that balance between being soft-hearted and that you're giving to people, but you're strong-spined and that you keep going no matter what. You don't let people push you aside, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the balance you've got to find. That's the balance I'm still finding, you know. it's That's a hard thing to... It is a hard thing to balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's fulfilment. Mm-hmm. Happiness. Happiness is so broad, it's really hard for science to define. Yeah, okay. So the way I define it is actually using mental well-being. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like if you've got mental healthiness, that's kind of indicative of happiness, if that makes sense. And the way self-determination theory looks at mental well-being is there are three psychological needs. There is autonomy, con- autonomy, competency, and relatedness. Autonomy that's pretty self-explanatory that you're just running your own schedule you're you're setting your own objectives competency that's that you've mastered a skill that you have a passion and you're using your passion to fulfill your purpose you know for me mine is business so that's what I do that's what I'm in the process of mastering and that's what I'm in the process of being coming competent of it's not necessarily that you have competency in that moment it's just that you're working towards it Mm -hmm. as well and then the third is relatedness. And this is all about connections with people and strong, meaningful connections with people. It's not that you're in a short term partnership just so that you can each get something from each other. It's a long term investment in one another, mutually exclusive. And you're both invested to see the other one grow. The way I often judge whether or not you're in a relationship for a good reason is are you there because you want them at your birthday party or are you there because you want to be at their birthday party? nice <laughs> yeah yeah if you're if you're there because you want them at your birthday party you're not in that relationship for the right reasons and you should do that person a kindness and let them go if you are in that relationship because you want to be at their birthday party and you want to see their wins and you want to celebrate their wins 100 that's exactly what you should be aiming for with all of your relationships because now you're invested in the long term in them and they will know that and they'll trust you because of that And there will just be such a stronger connection, such a stronger value that you each receive from that. So when it comes to happiness, I refer to it as mental well-being. And for that, you need autonomy, competency and relatedness, according to the self-determination theory by Richard Ryan and Edward D.C. There we go. Good. (laughs) Look it up, guys. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but I can really relate to the meaningful connections are really, really important for mental health. And then mental health, happiness, coming backwards because, yeah. There's another element of uh, connection and there's this book that I've read called Lost Connection by Johan Hari. If you haven't read it, I really recommend it. And this is more than just connections with people. It's about connections to meaningful values, connections to meaningful work, connections to the natural world. I think there's a list of seven different connections which people need and a lot of people are missing. And one of the points from that book, which always has stuck with me, is that at least in America, there is so many antidepressants in the water supply that they literally can be tested in the tap water that runs out of a normal home. You know, that's... That's incredible. Yeah. And so just by building stronger connections with people 
because that's how you build oxytocin. Oxytocin is uh, the connection drug and it's also a natural antidepressant. You know, so you don't need to be on these drugs if you've got really strong connections with people, you know, necessarily within the model of, of connections. You know, obviously it's a far wider reaching problem, can have many different causes, but just from that one's perspective, from a connection perspective, absolutely. Instead of taking the drug, just connect with people and get it naturally. Exactly. That's what I wanted to say about that, that people turning to drugs as antidepressants or so on, alcohol, because partially they are missing the connections, true valuable connections in their life, right? Mm. And it's such a crazy that like this becomes such a routine and normal thing mm. to take antidepressants for, for this kind of thing. If you're not feeling... Mm fulfilled basically yeah. Mm. yeah yeah what is making your life fulfilled right now maybe apart from from what you're doing for others yes yeah well it's completely that as I've said my goal is to help more people live a fulfilling life at the moment my goal is to help 100 people through these journals 100 that's 100 people that's yeah it's precise <laughs> Exactly. And also, you don't have to have these big, lavish, I want to help 100,000 people, I want to help the whole world type things. It can just be 100 people. You know, it could just be one person. You know, that's all it needs to be. It's just one other person. So, as I say, my goal is to help 100 people live a more fulfilling life by uh, being purpose first in my company. I personally believe that going back when business first started, it was service for service, you know, money became a part of it because absolutely needed to for us to be able to grow and develop as we have, but it still was service for service first and business remains. I'm solving people's problems. A business is there to solve a person's problem. They happen to gain profit is almost a bit of a byproduct from that. If you solve the problem, you then do get, profit in return but if you are in business to get that profit then you don't understand what business is about in the first place mm-hmm. so absolutely pur- business should be purpose-led and that's what I'm about it's why I'm coming on these podcasts and I'm creating free workbooks for the audiences of the podcasts it's why I'm on stories and putting out posts and trying to give away as much of what I know for free Mm-hmm. um first and then for the people who really do need it I've got the journals to help them and I'm always in my emails I'm always in my social media dms helping ask the answering questions and things like that you know and so that's uh really how I'm doing it at the moment for sure do you feel sometimes or I don't know if you ever felt like that but like you need to step away from that like giving yourself you know because you're giving something okay. from yourself and then are you receiving so there's a couple of different ways you can look at this mm-hmm. absolutely if you go too hard too fast you're going to burn out so always kind of taking the time to look after yourself maybe an hour or so two hours or so during the day maybe 18 hours solid throughout in once a week And then two or three days every month or every quarter sort of thing. Just taking that time out, just kind of have a break. 
look after yourself because at the end of the day you you are the most important person in your life you know mm-hmm. you've got to think the analogy I use is when you go on an airplane and they say always put your own mask on first you know because you can't help other people if you don't look after yourself you can't help yourself yeah. so when it's then thinking well I'm always giving am I receiving if you are around the right people who follow that mentality of giving to the people around them generally speaking you don't need to worry about receiving because you're receiving anyway but obviously that is a utopian idealistic (laughs) idea (laughs) which doesn't always follow so that's when boundaries come into play Mm -hmm. and you have to say well look I feel like I'm always giving to you and I'm never receiving this isn't okay this isn't how I want to be treated I don't think this is right this is what I ask please and communicate that in not necessarily an emotional way just as a this is how I see it and if they don't then that's quite clear that they don't have respect for what your wishes are and what you've said and perhaps if you can trying to quiet that voice as much as possible in your life is a healthy thing to do but obviously that is again within one very specific context and it doesn't take into account the wideness of someone's life so you have to be able to figure out what's best for you yeah boundaries are really important Mm. as you said it would be ideal world to receive and give in normal conversation Mm. with every every other person but it's not always like that so yeah I know you said that you don't really see struggle struggle but also like a setbacks or something that you experienced maybe throughout your journey already. Can you recall? Well, I've had plenty of delays. (laughs) Delays? (laughs) (laughs) Delays are really annoying because delays are usually out of your your hands. It's not something that you can control. And when you do are tenacious and you want to keep going, you want to keep moving, it can it can be hard to be like, come on. Yeah, I know. Exactly, exactly. And it's it is frustrating you just got to be like right I can't you you've got to be stoic about it this is out of my hands I can't control this so what can I control what can I focus on mm-hmm. and that's what you've then got to put your mind to and you've got to stop the fact that something here is being is slowing you down from distracting you from doing something else which will push you down the road because there is always something else you can be doing you know, you've just got to keep open-minded enough to see what that other thing is. Don't be fixated on certain yeah. things if it doesn't work out. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. What do you think why some people are not asking themselves the questions that you ask at a very young age? Is it because I know you said you are, you have been really curious from the mm. very beginning. Like, what is it? What? they didn't develop that curiosity no generally speaking the world in which we live in our psychology means that we will follow a natural path that kind of everyone else is following and it's for a few different reasons one paradox of choice we're living in a very privileged time where we can pretty much do whatever it is we can think to do you know within the confines of the law we're pretty much free to do whatever we want Second, sorry, to finish that point, Mm -hmm. because there are so many different things we can do, we actually get quite overwhelmed. We don't know which one to do because there's so many different. How do we narrow it down? So we don't do anything. 
it, we get into that we get okay. into that so okay. sorry um, yeah no don't worry it's fine <laughs> you were right so <laughs> but like yeah um, go on <laughs> yeah so there are so many different routes that we can take that it's very hard to narrow it down especially when the majority of us don't even know the full list of things that we can do and we're always going to have that fear of missing out on something mm-hmm. because we don't make a decision that then leads into what's called decision fatigue, which is the more complex the decision is and the longer it takes for us to make, the less likely we are to make a decision at all. Hmm. Yeah, following? Does yeah, that make sense? Yeah, okay, Just absorbing, absorbing. Um, yeah. letting that sink in. Yeah, and then lastly, because we haven't made a decision for ourselves, what we will do unconsciously is we will take a decision that someone else has made for themselves as our own decision Mm -hmm. and as I say we'll do that unknowingly and so we'll follow someone else into their dreams and into their vision of their future but because that vision of someone else's future wasn't designed for us it's not going to make us happy or at least it was very unlikely to make us happy and then 5, 10, 15 years down the line that's when the realization will happen oh I'm not happy oh I'm not um, fulfilled by this what's going on Uh, this isn't okay and that's if that revelation ever happens you know for some people it doesn't happen and even when it does happen because they are so scared to face the truth which is that I don't know what's going to make me happy they'll just continue on the same path because they, it's treated them well so far why why should I switch it up now and risk something and be, put myself in an uncomfortable position put myself in a position to fail when I'm comfortable right now to which I say, if you put yourself, if you don't put yourself in a position to fail, you don't put yourself in a position to succeed. That's a great statement. <laughs> yeah. And I had recently the podcast guest the other day, and she actually she quit her corporate job in order for her to find her fulfilling career. And mm. she said that the pain of staying in that corporate job and anxiety became so huge that Mm. she had to look for options she had to how do you see that kind of state Um, of the mind well generally speaking it's probably because she didn't have one of those three things she didn't have relatedness she didn't have competency or she didn't have autonomy there are so many jobs out there which fit that mold of not giving those three or giving any of them that you've kind of got to say well yeah most of the time if you want to live a fulfilling life you are probably going to end up moving jobs or setting up your own business very rarely do people realize that they're in an unhappy life and then stick with the same career plan but if you are going to switch make sure that you do know what you want to do why you want to do it how you're going to do it who you're going to help and you have utmost belief in yourself that no matter what happens, you are going to stick to this new route because you are going to start from ground zero again. And that is going to be a hard thing to do. And you have to, as I say, keep recommitting, keep going, keep um, connecting to this clarity of vision that you've set out for yourself. And then once you hit that point in the curve where it starts to go from really a lot of effort for a very little reward, you'll suddenly see it's changing and you'll get a relatively more reward for the effort that you put in but that's going to come with time Mm -hmm. and you have to be willing to start from ground zero again which is a very uncomfortable position but generally speaking people in these corporate jobs 
that uncomfortable position of starting again is less uncomfortable than it is to stay in the jobs that they have mm-hmm. and that's why they end up taking the taking the choice that's when the switch over point happens they're like right okay I'm going to do this now because I can't carry on how it is mm-hmm. exactly I have been there mm-hmm. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. by many the people have and many yeah. people will <laughs> yeah 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 how important do you think is to pay attention to our negative emotions as well in this you know because as as we said like you might get to the point that you're feeling really really anxious about your life mm. and then even thinking about that can make you more anxious like See, yeah definitely positive psychology first and foremost don't label it a negative emotion okay just note it as an emotion because the second you put a negative emotion on it or say oh this is negative emotions yeah other feelings of shame might start to creep in and you you don't want that that's not going to be productive in any shape or form say okay well I'm feeling these I know I want to do something about it how do I do that put it on taking action spin it onto taking action and say well what can I do what's the productive step forward because a lot of people will realize these emotions and they'll just sit in them. And that's dangerous because they'll sit in them and they'll sit in them and they'll sit in them. And then 20 years down the line, I'll say, well, I wish I started earlier. And the thing is, is the way you start earlier is just by starting. It sounds really counterintuitive, like maybe it sounds really intuitive, but it, you know, just, well, what is the first step? And that's often very hard for people. And sometimes it's just asking, well, what do I do when I have these emotions you know and you and then all of a sudden you are starting to look into psychology you're starting to look into everything that I was looking at when I was 14 years old but I came at it from a different perspective and a different route mm-hmm. you know and it's also why I'm trying to help 100 people in that stage you know because that's the turning point mm-hmm. and that's the people that really need to be caught because they they're very much at a fork in the road So, can you tell me what's your definition of success? How would you define that? Well, putting it this way Mm -hmm. if you are tenaciously working towards a meaningful goal, if you are living a fulfilling life, you're winning every single day. Winning is not a static moment that once a goal is achieved, that is success. It is a dynamic thing which happens every single day of every single week of every single month that you are just pushing against the norm of what your life is already you know just being outside of your comfort zone growing outside of what you are because that's the if life was supposed to be a picture we would be static we would be 2d you know but it's not it's 3d and it's constantly moving we're flowing through space time so flow with it you know and see everything as dynamic and change with it and grow with it grow through it is what I often say Mm -hmm. and so that's that's for me success is definitely every single day just taking the next step towards the goal whatever that may be even if in the next week or so I realize how much of a mistake it was it's a positive step forward because sometimes the next step forward is realizing what not which steps to not take forward if that makes sense Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that brings me to another question that do you see failure a success actually yes absolutely (laughs) just wanted to confirm with you (laughs) because from your conversation yeah yeah 
struggling is succeeding failing is succeeding um and it's not so black and white as people think yeah it really isn't because as going back to right back to the conversation when I was talking about exponential growth you know exponential growth is a trend through your life if you zoom in on kind of one week you're going to see that life is more volatile than the stock market (laughs) I don't have to tell anyone that because they know it themselves Mm -hmm. you know and so if you're seeing all these up downs left rights and that's normal don't expect life to be smooth and this exponential trend because that's the average through it no one lives that life you know that's just the line that occurs right at the end when you're when you're flying up in the helicopter looking back down um out of this existence you know so don't expect to live it expect it to be this volatile up down up down left right who knows what's going to happen next sort of line thank you so much the problem <laughs> did you enjoy the conversation i hope you enjoyed because i really enjoyed and i'm sure everybody who's listening enjoying as well i'm glad you did yeah absolutely and as i say i'll put a workbook in the show notes for people so that they can actually take action on what we've been talking about Great. um if if it's something that they think that would help them yeah yeah thank you for that so i'm going to include the links how people can get in touch with you in the description of the episode as well so guys if you want to get in touch with lucy she's so inspirational and she's just 20 years old oh my goodness uh, i would like yeah. to talk to you actually in 10 years or something <laughs> yeah. like have your life developed and what did you achieve that would be really amazing thing to do yeah <laughs> well I've, i'll be surprised i've had a couple of people ask that to me already it's uh, like, I'm not- okay I'm not surprised to be honest. Okay, turns out like January 2032 is booked up for me, but yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, okay. I'd love to. I'd love to. Okay. Be able to see what happened. Yeah, exactly. The one thing that I really value about people and about you especially that you have been curious. Because mm. curiosity is such a precious thing, important thing. Like if you just keep seeking answers throughout your life, you're going to get somewhere eventually. Mm, yeah, so. absolutely. You've just got to keep asking, got to keep wondering, got to keep thinking outside the box if you can. And as with everything, it's a skill to be learned. It is mm. a skill to be learned and it happens through practice, as we've been saying. So thank you everyone for listening and tuning in to today's episode of Women Up Podcast Show. We hope we introduce you to new concepts and maybe we introduce you to something that you're going to think about and if you wish to purchase Lucy's book slash journal, Keys to Clarity and Hold Yourself Accountable While Reaching Your Goals, please follow the links in the description of this episode. And you know I like to finish with a quote, so to finish today's episode, I would like to quote these words of Ayn Rand from the book We the Living. So here we go. Well, I always know what I want, and when you know what you want, you go toward it. Sometimes you go very fast and sometimes only an inch a year. Perhaps you feel happier when you go fast. I don't know. I've forgotten the difference long ago because it really doesn't matter so long as you move. So just keep moving, guys. Keep moving and keep growing. Please share, follow and enjoy Vimina Podcast Show as it's here to serve you to reach your potential. Until next time, my friends.